now recording. We are indeed. That has been a long time ago, didn't it? What we used to do it over Discord. Mm. Oh, that was difficult. Because when, you know, when, when Jordan you... died from the bottom of a bucket. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why you all sounded so bad. Were you on headphones or something? No, no, it's just how shit my laptop was. Mm. Jesus. I've come a long way. Yeah, I was doing it on a laptop at the point. I must be like 13 years old by now. <laughs> Probably as old as some of the dodgeball community now. Uh, yeah. uh, <laughs> <laughs> the laptop I was using is older than some of that than some of the Hartlepool Mavericks. <laughs> Amazing. Anyway, after that unsettling starts, welcome back everyone. So yet another well not yet another, a different thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're back. It's still a podcast, we and we're yeah. still the same people. We're all still as bad as we ever were. Yeah. Yeah, so a rather, I say, special, rather different episode to usual. <laughs> rather <laughs> special <laughs> cast today. Rather special cast. <laughs> <laughs> Catherine is already on full form. <laughs> Thanks. Um, yeah. So those that have seen EDS announcement, there's uh, a Euros happening, isn't there? And the groups have been decided. Are you going? No. Directed at Dave. Okay, so these two <laughs> listeners, are yeah. you going? <laughs> yeah, I'm See you there. I'm already like bitching at work. I'm like, if someone has to do something with me over that weekend, I'm going to have such massive FOMO. Oh, you just sit and watch it while you're at work? Like, yeah. for yeah, the yeah, first yeah. two days? Like, that's what I did last year. I had a very unproductive two days, just had YouTube live stream just mm. loaded. Me and Tom Walsh just messaged you like, is it working for you? No, I'm on a delay. Just back and forth. <laughs> yeah. like, all the time. Anyway, so. Men's group. We'll start, start with men's because that's where the tab is. Group A: Croatia, Italy, Czech Republic, Belgium, Denmark. Group B: England, Scotland, France, Hungary, Norway. Group C: Austria, Wales, Switzerland, Netherlands, Serbia. And Group D: Northern Ireland, Sweden, Ireland, and Spain. So, nineteen men's teams. I think is probably the biggest. Mm-hmm. I think it's. I think it might be a theme for all three competitions. I think, I it, I think it is the the largest amount of teams that they've had entered two Euros. Is it thirty-seven teams? 37 or 38. Good, I think it's 53 teams. I think there's 19 different nations. Well, if there's 19 teams um, in the men's, then that would make sense. 19 <laughs> countries, 53 teams. You weren't part yeah. of them. I mean, I was with 57, but it seems I graded it down. Yeah, I mean, 57 <laughs> to 53 is nothing. Yeah. 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 Within 10%. You can forgive same same order of magnitude. Good enough for you. <laughs> It's actually really upsetting how true that is. And then when you realise when you're dealing with like hundreds of thousands, you can literally be like a thousand out. And you're like, ah! Yeah, close enough. I mean, there's some interesting group. I'm fascinated by group A. I, yeah, bit. I agree. I think that's definitely the, the group of 10. Yeah, I think it's, Italy are probably the Czechia. biggest benefactor. Yeah. Italy and Czech are probably the biggest benefactors of the group. We're always going to be fascinated by a group that doesn't have what can be called without being like into big three without the Austria, the England, mm. the NI, any group without those yeah. is gonna be gonna be interesting to see how the groups in in that perform without worrying about that one match. But there's interesting games in, in every group. Mm. France versus Hungary, you know, the winner of that would be pushing for second in that group, you'd say. I think England winning it wouldn't surprise I, many people. Mm. But then England, Scotland, Scotland really turned think, up. Exa- exactly. But I'd be very interested how Scotland. Scotland, play next Scotland will look good, and but then whoever wins out of the France Hungary head to head, you'd have, you'd imagine they're then playing Scotland to to, to go to, through. Yeah. 
So that would be really interesting because they're both, France obviously, very experienced team, but they've gone in a slightly different direction. A lot of the old guard have started stepping away, haven't they? Mm. Um, so Facebook tells me. and <laughs> Reliable source. The source of all truth. So if those guys are staying around the setup though, and got actually more younger people who can, you know, because obviously it's 30 minute matches now and that's a lot and it's getting 40. Like 40, sorry, 40 exactly. Let's see, um, that's how out the loop I am. Um, then that's going to make France a different proposition. And Hungary have got some good players. Like I, I think, I think Hungary are probably Euros, one, of the, so. one of the strongest teams in pot four, I'd say. I think they're, yeah. well, they beat the Netherlands in the Netherlands last year. Um, and, I mean, the Netherlands only lost to Switzerland, I think, by a set or something. So, like, I know it doesn't quite work that way, but, like, I could, I could see Hungary. I, don't, I would be very surprised if Hungary got out of that group, for instance, but I wouldn't put them past coming, like, potentially like 10th or 11th in the losers bracket, mm-hmm. where however that ends mm-hmm. up, however that ends up pay, panning out. This on the this on the screen is my best guess of how it will pan out based on if they like structure the um, knockouts in the same way that they did for last Euros. So I was going to say, do you want to do a quick? summary of how Euros normally works in type, terms of tournament structure, or is that literally yeah, so what you're about to do? Essentially, you have teams play each other till one wins. It's like a massive then, ro- like a massive Royal Rumble. Every 30 seconds, a new team comes out. <laughs> and then, Jordan, they finish 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10. That's a throwback for some have you seen the film Battle Royale? No, I'm, I'm just, to, just swap out their actual weapons for dodgeballs and it's not far off. It's about where I'm terribly sorry for making a sensible suggestion. Yeah, don't do that. It's not like you were talking. <laughs> that's, that's on you. So I think for, t- for four groups, top two in each group will go through to a quarterfinal round. Um, teams below that will play various um, knockouts, which have always been... Um, which has always been a little bit weird because you have different numbers of teams at different competitions and that kind of stuff, and you don't always have four groups on it, you have three. What I'd hazard a guess this time out is you have third and fourth in each of the groups play us like a similar kind of quarterfinal bracket for ninth through 15th place, um, or ninth through 16th, sorry, and then the bottom three, the three fifth place teams have a round robin. Yeah. I assume it's how it'll work. You might, you, they might do, they might do like. Um, buys, I guess, so that the teams that come fifth in the group could be playing like preliminaries to get into that knockout. You did ask! No, I know! No, I'm just being An interesting point to note as well is that, um, obviously, similar to previous, it's over four days this one, isn't it? It's Thursday to Sunday, it's going to run, so it's going to be a a long. long I'm I'm quite surprised. yeah. Especially with the forty-minute matches. Yeah, that's you know. the thing. <laughs> like forty-minute matches, you have to kind of allow an hour for a game. It's game, the takes are going to be long, yeah. especially for people, especially for people who are playing in two tournaments with, and especially if the, with five teams in a group, the group is it's well, the group is four games rather than three, which is like yeah, going to be a real challenge for people. That they normally do, which I've always really liked, is they try and work it, or they always have in the past, so that. So you play everything out until everyone's final match. So when we were at Worlds last year, for example, they just did the bronze medal matches on one day and the gold medal matches on one day to really sort of showcase them. But at Euros, A, it's bigger, like, commercially. But they make they make everyone's final match on the final day, which is quite nice, and mm. it gives a nice sense of occasion. And also contributes greatly to the atmosphere for the finals, because as soon as people get knocked out, they tend to start drinking. <laughs> um, so yeah. Us on Friday. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> so it will be interesting to see whether they can fit in um, yeah. all the match on the last day because it will be the first time ever that people will have nothing on the Sunday, if so. Yeah, yeah. I, th- I think as well, looking like similar structure to last Euros, I think with this one, is as long as they start the, the finals matches a bit earlier, because I think it overran last year, didn't it? And we didn't end up mm. finishing the men's final for a while. We for certainly a while. basically went yeah. straight into it. Realistically, if, if you're allowing up to an hour for just a regular group match, mm. you've got add another 15, 20 minutes to that for a finals match for the celebrations and the timeouts and the just. The oh, yeah, no, it was really they're normally, they're normally pretty close. Like, there's not unheard of to see more stoppages in those yeah, kind of games yeah, than there yeah. would be for. And not only that, there's, there's the extra time you're going to need if it's down to all that kind of stuff. Yeah, to be fair, if you invite Steve onto that final, then you inevitably need to add an extra couple of minutes. For... That was the saddest moment of the men's final last year. Which, so we were all watching, when and Steve there was a lot, wasn't of, there. Lot of, yeah, yeah. <laughs> a lot of like shithousery going on with like the, the crowd and stuff. Like generally very good natured, but um, there was something like genuinely controversial. But because like of the people involved, it was very like low I think it was stress, just like, yeah, just com- and confusing it just nearly by the rest with it was nearly an Adam, I think, ne- or it was nearly an Smurf. Yeah. But there was there was a genuine. A I have no of idea thing, what a lot happened. Of things that happened. Yeah. We need to sort the order out, and no one knows apart from the refs. So everyone was like, "Cool, it's out there." But um, the Euros crowd, as ever, is always most obsessed with the mop. So oh, yeah. so so the yeah. mop. So they, so they went to go get the mop out because there was some stuff on court. So the whole crowd starts going mop, 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 mop. Which of course, I'm sure if you're actually on the court playing like the final of your life, you're not really paying attention to. Um, you also couldn't hear it on the stream. Could you not? No, no. that's oh, no. So, so, right, Ryan, Ryan told me about it afterwards because he was in the crowd. He was yeah. like, I don't know why I was chanting mop. <laughs> <laughs> but, but the really the worst was, and then I think, but then something happened. Like I think someone did it with a towel, and then mm. so they had, and then someone with the mop had to sort of turn around and go for the mop away. So the whole crowd starts booing because <laughs> they're putting the mop away. This was the exact moment where the refs gave their decision and like told something had happened, and it happened to go England's way. And there was this moment where it looked like Ryan. And they all thought the crowd was booing, booing him. him. Yeah. So the whole crowd just went, oh shit, no, sorry, mop. Like, <laughs> like, Have you seen that video of the, the kid who's at like a ice hockey game? You know, the, like, the camera pans like round. This little kid in like his hoodie and he's just like staring the camera really intensely. And then it cuts to someone else. But every time the ca- camera cuts off him, the crowd boo. <laughs> no, like, I have seen that. And then it cuts back really to the funny. kid and they start cheering again. And then it keeps getting close to the kid just like, <laughs> intensely staring at it every time I feel like it's that kind of vibe isn't it so going back to oh dodgeball yeah. yeah I think right. the one game for me that I'm really really excited to watch is NI Sweden mm. like how sweet Sweden turned up last year like in like they were incredible they really were um and just I hope, a, I hope. A NI Sweden group game is gonna be yeah because that's just, like, like they're fighting for that top spot in that group yeah basically was, like yeah, I think um, yeah, Sweden def- Sweden like definitely got a rough um, a rough draw last year. They're not coming like they're not getting knocked out when I think they were far away the ninth best team there ultimately. Um, so yeah, I mean I hope Sweden, I hope Sweden are full strength. I don't know if you've seen what happened to yes. Ben. Yeah, yeah. very yes. yeah, very sad news. If you're listening, and I'll be amazed if you are, but hope you're recovering. Hope you're recovering Absolutely. well. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, best wishes for everyone over here. Indeed. Um, yeah, I think like that that'll be like entertaining, high quality, good spirited, all the positive qualities you can expect from a game. How do you feel from a, a Welsh perspective with your group as a neutral? To me, that's that's a that's a good group. Like it's an I interesting think, group. Yeah, I'm looking I, forward I to think, watching yeah, those matches. I think Switzerland and Netherlands will 
like for me to work for them, Austria is always like it's Austria. They're pretty good at dodgeball, believe it or not. Um, if we if we get second in the group, draw, get NI in the quarters and get knocked out, then then I think that's probably about yeah. fair for where we are. Yeah. Like um, I wouldn't be surprised to see both Austria and NI get a medal of a diff- get a medal of some color. Um, so yeah, I think, I think that's the best you can kind of expect as a pot two team. Yeah, I think with that group as well, what's interesting with it's I think what's gonna I say hold back, but it's it's obviously that's just what's what's not gonna favour Switzerland, Netherlands, and Serbia is I think it's gonna be the tactics that Austria and Wales have and that have developed. Obviously, they've, they've been running for a while. They've got more ex, more experience, and I think that's because. Like we've seen firsthand, some of those teams, like the throwing power they've got, the catching power they've got. Oh, the extra as, handleness. I, yeah, mm-hmm. as as in, as individual members. So it'd be interesting to see what kind of team cohesion they've got. So I I played against both Switzerland and Netherlands at their first Euros. Italy, right? Uh, that was first for Netherlands. No. First was Glasgow. Glasgow. Oh, okay. So it's yeah, a, I played them. Second. I played them both in. Glasgow, I think, because, yeah, Switzerland were there for that as well, I'm pretty sure. I think so as well, yeah. Um, and then, yeah, I played them both again in Italy. And what was the, between those two, what, 18 months? Yeah. Maybe less than that? Not, probably not even. Maybe, maybe, maybe just over a year, isn't it? I think cause that's when they moved Italy to the... Oh, it went from Italy summer was October, yeah, yeah, yeah. October, yeah, so it would have been like 14. Yeah, months. just over a year or so. And um, we both we beat both teams in Glasgow not comfortably, but you know we so, weren't like never in, never in. Yeah, we're like Switzerland, we beat fairly comfortably. Holland was a bit harder because we weren't expecting their throwing power because they're all like the men's team, they're big lads as yeah. well. Yeah. So we got off to a rocky start, settled out. We played them both there. We just about beat Netherlands, and that was a real like scrap. And then Switzerland hammered us. Absolutely, and we all we were caught off guard. And then I think I think. England were doing some line refing or some lads were and they or they were commentating as well because I remember speaking to Harrison afterwards and everyone else who played them like the the tactical level that they're at now mm. like the trajectory they've been on is is huge so if they're improving again and even more because I know there's been a big buy-in in some of the leagues in continental Europe as well yeah seems like a lot of growth so teams like this like the Switzerland the Netherlands you know possibly we've said Hungary Belgium Czech and everything mm. are only getting better so, for teams like yourself and Wales and, and Austria, who were the, the more established powers, it's a lot. It's a lot bigger test than it was a, a few seasons ago. I think all of the pot two teams we're looking at the pot three teams as real banana skins. Like, I don't yeah. think there's any. I don't. Prob- I think potentially the bigger golfing class might be between Sweden and Ireland, but even then, I think Ireland have recruited fairly well in um, of late. Certainly, I think they'll be. Um, possessing a lot more firepower than they took probably either to Euros or to Worlds of late. Um, so I'm interested to see what they can do. They seem to have a look at the team selection for the first time probably since Italy or Glasgow, a fairly settled, consistent squad. Mm. Um, yeah, they've got a decent blend of experience. Yeah, we had a big change for, for my final one in Italy. We had a lot of turnover then, and then there was turnover again after that when th- like I think three or four of us all left at the same time. And then they've managed to now keep the same group for like, two to three years which is much better it's a much better way of doing things so yeah hopefully they come back a bit stronger this year as well and good to see spain coming back they always like good mm. like and um, i think they're like i think they were they were first i think drafton was their first one and they didn't look like a team who they came out very organized yeah they didn't look like a team who had never seen a dolphin before 
in, with the best one in the world. I think they're, um, you know, got some good, good, good athletes, which is one thing, but mm. good tactical now enough for the good teams to have to work to beat them. Um, I think we played that we played them in mixed last year, um, and it took us a it took us a while because I think we were expecting a bit of a minnow to team to kind of walk over, and then I think we won the first two sets by one player after three minutes, finished, and and then we realised, oh, okay, we actually we can't take these guys for mugs. So if they keep going at the rate they're going, then yeah, I think it's quite a lot of unknown quantities. Oh, uh, Croatia top seed because yes. host, host, yeah, yeah. Host, yeah. So that, again, adds another wrinkle to Group A, doesn't it? Mm. Yeah, I think I'm. I'm really because I, I think Belgium, Denmark, and Croatia will all see um, them all see each of the opponents as beatable opponents. If that makes mm. sense. I think I'd be very surprised if Italy and Czech don't get out of that group. Um, yeah, well, that's assuming that if if Croatia come top of Group A, which mm. I don't think they will. Um, so what I probably imagine is going to happen is you get that or something, and then you get Italy, Italy yeah. against Scotland in a in a quarter final, which would be a hell of a game, certainly. Um, I think looking at that as well, we've got two new, yeah, three Marjorie, new. There isn't new members. Indeed, Denmark, yes. Norway, and Serbia. I think all new to yes. EDF. Um, Norway took a phone team to Worlds, I think. They didn't play. They, did, yeah. they didn't play any cloth. Um, in fact, as well, they're Norway, the host nation for Northern European Championships. Yes, they are indeed. Year as well, aren't they? Yeah, they're going, going straight in there. Mm, yeah, um, I like it. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. Um, oh, what's the currency in Norway? Krona. Is it Krona? Yeah, I was going to say in for a penny, in for a Krona. So it'd be interesting to see, obviously, how they perform on the first. Cause, you know, sort of like the, the sport itself is, is possibly not like not new to to these guys, but the structure and whatnot. Yeah, yeah, you're, yeah there's nothing, nothing, yeah. Quite, nothing quite to pay for a Euro. Certainly, I mean, yeah. I feel for. I mean, I'm, I, I say I'm, I'm pleased for I'm pleased for Denmark to go into, I guess, what is probably on paper the easiest group, but um, I think I've one slight. Um, Concern reservation, maybe that's the wrong word I have, is that I think England against Norway in a forty minute game is gonna be mm. is gonna be a bit of a, a bit of a watch, I think, certainly. Yeah. I mean like that said that um we played in good spirit, but Yeah, I'm, I'm sure. Like, I don't, but it, I'm I'm expecting there to be some serious golfs in class between quite a few of these teams. I'm expecting some pretty big score lines. I mean if if teams are having to help like line ref any of the group games early on and stuff, I mean games like that you want a line ref isn't it you want yeah. the no you want the no hassle yeah. like type things don't you where you can yeah. get it I think maybe that's doubt. just my english league yeah bias kicking mm. in but the, the less what is a foregone conclusion yeah um, what do you think um in terms of like line reference such like that and, and center it just i think they just need to put the foot down a lot sooner than than most times you know it's like it sounds good but set the set the precedent straight away no fuss no arguments Straight off. See you later. Mm. We'll see. <laughs> it's, uh, it's, again, that's, that's easier said than done. Indeed. Yeah, I don't know what they, I don't know what they're doing for refs. I think they're they're sourcing a handful of English refs for. Mm-hmm. Um, They've got a quite a big group actually for this mm-hmm. one. Yeah, but I think yeah, for, especially for five courts, you're gonna need about a month ago. Almost, a lot. Yeah, about a month ago, they'd almost finalised the refereeing for it. Um, 
but there's still a couple there of positions will be available. Yeah, always helpful. Mm. Always helpful. <laughs> On balance, been there, of course, when there weren't New York 2018. <laughs> I was trying to explain to Ben last night about um, the situation there in in MSG with the little metal bits sticking out the floor, oh, playing on the we'll, concrete floor. We'll, we'll just kicking yeah, out. we'll just we'll take, take it. Over them, that yeah. table do right, yeah. right? Yeah. That, the that's fact no one just man up. Yeah, the fact like no one died in, in 2018 is a bit of an exaggeration, but also. Totally conceivable, actually. <laughs> the fact no one went to A&E. I think we would have all preferred it if we just stayed at Basketball City. Basketball City could have been great. Yeah. Apart actually- <laughs> from that giant yeah. corner, which well, we couldn't go in because well, yeah, it was just a hole. Yeah, the, and then the only issue was, obviously, for spectators, it wasn't particularly great because they had standing little corridors stuck between two nets. Yeah. <laughs> could have been worse. Could have been yeah. Manchester 2016, then- where we had the uh, volunteer wall between the two courts. Do you remember that? I was I, I was in the... Uh, I wasn't even in the main hall for Manchester. Mm. I was in the uh, invitational hall. Us, Austria, a few of the Asian teams... Like Malaysia, Singapore, we were weren't even allowed in the same hall as the rest of you. Yeah, so. the Dutch setup last year was pretty great with the, mm. the, the, the nets everywhere and the yeah. Whenever the you can get the, the high the, net, cause yeah, the Italy similarly was. I mean, Italy it's not that Newcastle wasn't. Italy was great because they were already there. Weren't they? Like Italy was good. I, I thought Glasgow was all right. Well, Glasgow, 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 I enjoyed that. Uh, even Paris wasn't terrible with the high. It was well. They, they, take the weather. The infrastructure was fine. You can't plan for the heat. Yeah, a repeat of that next year, though. France, oh, are, France are hosting the Western European Championships in Paris in the same hall. Is, is the rumor? Mm. It yep. went so well last time. Yeah. Although it is in early March, it hopefully shouldn't be quite yeah. so. Yeah, no, it was like, was like peak August, August at that point. With the weather we are yeah. currently having around Indeed, the world yeah, right I now. wouldn't It might be snow. It, it might be, be snow, fire. yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, one half of the hall on, on fire, one Milan half in snow. Ice, like, Milan had ice sheets and tornadoes recently, you know? <laughs> yeah. yeah um, no, um, speaking of ice sheets but and tornadoes... Dublin 2025, it'll rain. It'll be fine. Yeah, exactly. But yeah... Coming back to this year's Euros, <laughs> like yeah, it's it's a nice England Scotland in the group is is great. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. anyone who's watched it for a while, that's just yeah, no love lost. Yeah, yeah. No, so just with history, is... England Scotland France, all sorts of grudges you can play <laughs> yeah. out there. If you if you, <laughs> if you uh if you want to sort of heads up on the England Scotland game, just watch any of the British Opens that have been recorded re- realistically. Even, <laughs> you know, big, big talk from management boardroom. I'm coaching, kind of. In fact, that shoot season's over, folks. He gives me a sheet of paper with like this in my blind. I was like, what? <laughs> Win. Yeah. On it. <laughs> Turn over for more advice. At all costs. <laughs> yeah, it always gets interesting, though, doesn't it, when they actually announce who the winners of it, like how they uh, like do the mixture in the knockout rounds. Mm. Yeah, I don't think the actual schedule. It'd be like, yeah, like, like you've kind of done the spreadsheet here. Yeah, this is this is based on last euros because i think the the way they have to do it is that you have to you can't put two teams from the same group in the same half of the knockout yeah so so you could only ever play someone in your group so england and scotland could never wouldn't meet again until yeah exactly so um yeah so one half is top of of a second b mixed last year with northern ireland austria didn't we Mm. they were they they were in the game and then then they played in the final yeah um yeah Slightly less, slightly less stacked and mixed this time around. Well, now it's it's weird for NI because everything's flipped on them this year because now they they have serious expectation. Now they now that they've got the expectation to go and perform, they're no longer the the very talented bunch who just fall short as they have Mm. been. Mm. Now they're the winners. Yeah, yeah. 
So now if they don't win, they've yeah, now underperformed. It's, yeah, it's, it's, it's tough, tough place them. to be. They're, they're one of the teams that pretty much all of the teams are going to be looking looking at. Yeah, and and I have set high expectations now. And obviously, they've, if, if, I haven't seen, I have seen their squad list yet. And, you know, it's still... Well, it's I still, if anything, it's stronger. If, yeah, I'd argue yeah. it's a better yeah. squad no, this year. Because Sean's back. Sean's, Sean's back, Sean's Sam Love's yeah, added as well. Oh. And they so, just had a, not a, it really did just have an entire year to cement what. Yeah, that's yeah, it. I mean, I think that was all, that was always NI's like, um, you know, that was always one of their biggest strengths was just cohesion and whatever. Mm-hmm. And I can't see that going anywhere other than up after no the like, thing after winning a Euros it's together. The same, it's the same with Austria and NI. They both have a very strong core, mm. whereas England, I think, have much better depth. In yeah. terms of quality, yeah, levels. I think that's fair. I think the small national leagues for each, I think that plays. Yeah, but that's the thing. That if well, if right. if Austria on day one and two say lose Andy and Stefan to various injuries, like Stefan obviously almost got himself ruled out with breaking what two three fingers in the game last during like, and then he came back on in the second half because the man is actually machine. Mm. But you know what I mean. Well, the same for Northern Ireland. If you take say Kelvin and Smurf. And they both get injured on day one and two. Then do they have the same like for like quality to come in? Mm-hmm. Probably not. But again, that's a that's a massive what if. And obviously, we don't yeah, want anyone yeah. getting injured. Yeah. We want the best squads. So Calvin was coughing. Just going back to last year's final, the, some of the Irish, the Republic of Irish guys were sat behind us, and God, Calvin was getting an earful. Not that he could hear any of it. But it was very amusing. We sat in front of. <laughs> yeah, he gives as good as he gets. I'm sure. <laughs> but yeah, it'll be interesting anyway. I think um, one thing Austria did quite aggressively in the groups at Worlds was um, making sure they got full squad rotation in the early mm-hmm. bits of, in the early bits of the competition, which meant that, um, yeah, I think Stefan, Andy and Max barely played any of their group games because they didn't really, they weren't really needed for a lot yeah. of it, um, to keep them fresh. But I think they also potentially were a little like... Well, they were doing mixed admit, as well, weren't they? Yeah. Um, but I think they were potentially a little... Um, like bereft of match sharpness potentially after um afterwards but it's just it's yeah i think that's going to be even more i think even more difficult to be able to manage that in 40 minute games as well yeah especially for someone like max metz who has a history of his arm giving out on final days of tournaments because his throw style is so unique Mm -hmm. that kind of whippy stuff his his kind of forearm and wrist and his elbows just go Mm -hmm. so yeah like you said how do you keep him match sharp but also make sure that yeah, yeah he's rested. It's it's a I mean, it's not it's quite it's not my problem. Yeah. <laughs> I've developed good throwing technique, thank you very much. Yeah. Ish. <laughs> Ish. But it's nowhere near as effective, so yeah, I, well, exactly. I will concede. Well yeah, it'd be interesting for the men. Shall we mm. move to mixed? Do let's Do you wanna pick a winner? Did you actually tell because we just basically massively sidelined you, did you actually ever read out who you think is gonna get through into the quarterfinals? No, um, I kind of loosely. I think we we sort of loosely been like I, I can't it. see I can't see any of the big three not winning their group ultimately. I, um, I think personally, person, I, I, I think, think the team that is most likely to screw it up is probably England against Scotland. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> but even so, like again, it would be probably one of the stories of the tournament if that doesn't happen. And even if that did happen, I wouldn't it's be surprised. Still wouldn't be surprised to see England in the final. So there you go. Yeah. Um, I. Yeah, so I'm expecting the top three to all win their group. I think, um, I think Scotland and Sweden are likely to get second in their group, and I back us. I think it's us against Switzerland will be the real yeah. um, litmus test on that. 
I think Italy. I think I can see Italy and Czech winning I, or going first and second in Group A. Completely. Czech, yeah. Czech have just been getting stronger, yeah. and stronger, and stronger ever since that match we don't talk about. In Italy. <laughs> ever since they came fourth. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. They've just. Yeah. No, yeah. I completely agree with that. I, I can see, especially Group A, Italy and Czech. And if that does happen, then the quarterfinals will be Italy against Scotland, Austria against Sweden, England against Czechia, and Northern Ireland against Wales. And to be honest, I couldn't pick a winner out of Italy and Italy versus Scotland. I'm, I, 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 I would back Scotland, I think, on that. Honestly, on that I'm, inclined, I'm more inclined for Italy. Do they have Giselli? They, yes. ha- they have for men's and not for mixed, I think, is the, okay. is the according to their announcement. I got hit in the leg for uh, refereeing. <laughs> Um, by Giselle and I was like I never wore I've been hit by a train yeah literally <laughs> genuinely so that is like and I think it might even have been a standing counter I think it was pretty much full diagonal court and I still and some of the Austrian guys still came out of the box to check on me so someone <laughs> <laughs> just got yeah. hit in the groin but, but there are those Giselle. select few players aren't there that it it literally hits different yeah, yeah. and you're just there like oh actually that did like yeah. somebody's like I oh impact yeah. like I'm fine and somebody's like no pain I have no, pain. Like, the duel between Gazelle and Jolly Day would be I'm quite throw, I'd throw um, Jacob Lehrer into that mix as well. Oh Austria. yeah, he's, a, he's an absolute. Like the first time he hit me in the sternum, I lost breath. <laughs> this is like I was like, this is this is different. Not on the international day, but Nick Swaby, Nick from Oh Nick yeah, yeah. I, 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 <laughs> Nick. <laughs> would not I can't remember who called him that. A chest shot of a night. No, yeah. I think it's partly because it comes in flat mm, as well. Yeah, and no wind up. No wind up. Yeah, I'd like to someone to. If anyone has uh, the old classic speed gun to take to Euros, there'd be a hell of a contest <laughs> in there. In theory, there's a sheriff's speed gun floating around somewhere, isn't there? Chris Coates. Mm. Is it Chris, Coates? Chris Coates measures the speed of the. Yeah, so what he does is top. when you throw, he runs alongside. <laughs> <laughs> he actually times it from the moment it leaves yeah. your hand to the moment it hits. And then he tells you how quick it is. <laughs> quick maps. But, yeah. but I think so. If if my if my hunch is correct, I think that puts England and Northern Ireland in the same half if they do top their groups. Ooh, so um, not so I think Austria final. will have, on paper, the easiest run to the final. That said, Austria really struggled against Scotland in mixed yes. last year. I don't know if they don't know if they did in men's, but like when you essentially your three best men against their three best men, and like we kind of said about Austria potentially like being relatively reliant on some of those star players as any team would be because they're class. But um, I think Scotland will be would be quietly confident on that one. I reckon. Mm. I think I think I'm I'm torn in my head for an overall winner. I I think it's England or NI in men's. Mm-hmm. Like I I, I, I rewatched agree. the final recently. That yeah um, could have gone either way. And that could have gone either way. And arguably, England should have won it. I think there was a few bad decisions at the end of the first half. And I think the pressure of being the defending champions played against hmm. I played into NI's favour yeah. I, I think there was a psychological element of they've got nothing to lose neither here, of them were defending champions yeah. Austria was oh no true uh, right. oh, I suppose well, England potentially being favourites on paper yeah but then like, I, remember, I remember watching it live at the same time and yeah mm. at the end of the first half there was a few rash decisions which cost them two sets mm. and then in the second half a tactical change that seemed a bit odd and there was loads of pre-throwing mm. and NI had four balls a Ooh. lot and used it very well and used it excellently and so you know, I look back at that and I think, it, yeah, it, it it was probably close. It was obviously it went to overtime, extremely close game. If England come back now, refreshed and just refine some of those mistakes, mm-hmm. I don't. I think that result swaps round. So I'm going to lean hesitantly towards England, and I'm going to stick my neck out, and I'm going to look foolish in a few months. 
Whilst I, I, I'm inclined. I'm inclined to agree, and I think my other rationale for that is um i think 40 minute halves or 40 minute halves 20 minute halves <laughs> could you imagine <laughs> um, yeah uh, i think that potentially benefits england more as a team with more depth ultimately yes. um like like i back um adam and kelvin to patrol the wings for 40 minutes at a time but Adam's Adam Hill's fitness, just like especially yeah, at Worlds, yeah, um, just like watching Adam Hill destroy people on day whatever it was, having clocked up how many playing hours that mm-hmm. year, mm-hmm. injured, yeah, like because he's and so he wasn't right, was he? Like he yeah. was being, sorry, <laughs> he wasn't right. <laughs> he wasn't right. Oh, and congratulations, of course, to the Hills. Indeed. Um, uh, recently married, but yeah, it's just one of the most like you know we just watch someone being like how. How yeah. the fuck are you doing this? But yeah, but again, it's like... But I think especially because last year they played the mixed final immediately followed by the men's final, mm. I think. Yeah. Um, that's an extra, you know, that's an extra toll if they do, if Northern Ireland do get to the mixed final, but more on that in a moment. It's actually a whole 40 minutes of play if you play both finals. Yeah, and if, if they put yeah. mixed first, for example, and it, yeah, that way mix them men's, then with the extra game time you're accumulating... To go straight into that is, yeah. I don't care how fit you are. Yeah. By the time that second half rolls round, it's those little things. You might still be able to get up and like up and down court, fine, everything, but then you'll start like your throws will either go off target or you'll start giving away more catches. It's little things that creep in that you don't necessarily Mm. notice straight away. So I think because of squad depth and the extra time, and I don't know how they're doing the order, so I'm a bit blind on that. I Mm. think I'll back England for the men's this time. I don't obviously we don't know the the squads aren't announced at this point, but I'll say England. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you can normally take a fairly fairly good guess at who's gonna be who's gonna be in that England squad and it's not gonna be short of quality. Yeah, I think I think I think ultimately if it does pan out that way, whoever wins that semi final wins the final, I think. Yeah. Um I mean I'm sure Austria will give a very good count of themselves, but yeah, it's going to be yeah, it's going to be really interesting, of course. And with um, Worlds being in Austria next year, I'm sure it would mean a huge amount of Austria to go back into hosting Worlds as European champions. Mm. So there's um, that, I think that I think for the first time, exactly as we said, the pressure to live up to expectation is now on all three of them. Whereas as we said previously, and I've always been the underdogs. And so, and I think Austria and England are both more used to dealing with that pressure. And it'll be interesting to see what NI, how I and I cope. Next. 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 We've lost, we've lost all hand on that word. <laughs> oh, look, it's all so, the same people. Ah, four groups. So hmm. no Serbia in... Yeah. No, no yeah, yeah, Denmark. Uh, no Denmark. <laughs> um, so yes. No Serbia in Group A. In Group A, Denmark? No. <laughs> Group A, <laughs> Croatia, Italy, Switzerland, Ireland, Serbia. Group B, Northern Ireland, Sweden, Netherlands, Spain, Norway. Group C, England, France, Czech, Belgium. Group D, Austria, Scotland, Wales, Hungary. Oh, Group C is going to be games. really interesting. Because I think throwing Czechia into there I mean, really gr- makes it interesting. Group D for mixed. I don't know it's... what your mixed lineup is, but I know Scotland tend to, like, Johnny Day's normally a fixture in their mm. mixed team. I'm expecting Scotland to go. And obviously, Austria and Scotland had a mm. hell of a mixed game where Stefan just went superhero mode to, mm. like, win it, didn't he? Mm. Um, 
I mean, and Hungary again, a bit of the yeah. unknown quantity. I, but I can't imagine that, like, if they put their three biggest arms, they're going to take some beating. And it's an interesting format for the less experienced nations, isn't it? Um, because actually, if so, if you look at any single gender squad, as you say, if you've got your three biggest arms, so you have your three best men and your three best women, just on sort of standard distribution, they are, even if you're the 12th ranked nation, your best players are probably more like the average mm. of the nations a few places above you. So not so much anymore, but I think especially with teams like France, the average of the single gendered teams is slightly lower than the average for mixed somehow because yeah. they take their biggest talent mm. and put them on a mixed team and suddenly you pushed all the averages up. Does that make sense? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I think, yeah, so I think that's... Um, I mean, for a start, as it got changes on the men's side, at least, and I know the women's side were incredibly young last year, weren't mm. they? So whether they've held on to a lot of them, but equally they'll have a Euros under their belt where they did really well last mm. time. Um, and a world... Uh, they were certainly there for there. men. Um, I can't remember if they were there for mixed or women's. Yeah. From memory. I think they might have only taken men's. But anyway. But that, I think, that that on that argument, Hungary mixed could throw a real spanner into that group D as well. Because yeah. you've got your biggest arms and then your sort of wiliest women. You can make a real, real impact. Yeah. <laughs> if, if, if you were right in saying that there's no Giselli for Italy mixed... If, if we think that's not the case, that that is a big gap. Yeah. Once they're out the group, I think they'll have enough for the group. Yeah. I would agree, especially with two going through. I'd be surprised if they don't, because Italy's women are so good. I was, gonna, I, I was actually, I would say their women are the driving force in that team because they are. I like. I was. We were so lucky to. Well, not lucky, but even as GB. Beating real... Italy was like probably our best achievement of the entire tournament. Yeah. Like especially considering the viral clip of them taking out like five of us in like two seconds, which is well worth a watch. It was very impressive, but it was very painful to coach. But, yeah, I, I, I'm looking at Group A and Group D as real. Well, that, that's the closest. Tussles. They're the yeah. closest. Yeah, I think there's interesting games in the other two, but I think mm. NI will probably get through that top fairly easily. The battle for second. Will be interesting, and Group C yeah. again. Czech versus I, I'd probably I think I'd go, say Czech come second in that group in Over mixed. France. Possibly. I think I, I don't. Yeah, I think it depends a lot on. I don't know France's lineup enough. Yeah, that's the thing. Um, because I'm expecting Czechs. I I'm kind of expecting Czechs men's and women's lineup to be relatively similar to last time, and I can't say the same for France. Um. That said, France did very well at mixed last year, uh, or in last year. I think they did. They beat Italy or something like that in one of their positionals. They did. They did. Um, I think like markedly well. I think they came fifth or sixth in the end. Um, Are you playing mixed personally? Uh, well, not Wales. Don't yet? even know that yet. Right. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. But probably. <laughs> Because again, though, like I'd, I'd say, you, your us against Scotland, I think, will be quite you, you quite versus good Scotland. In us against Austria was also good last um, last group game last year as well. Yeah, I they, was, yeah, yeah. They we lived with them for a little bit, and then and they they, yeah, I think we were set down at half, and then I think we won one set in the second half. I'd honestly in the way that Austria just grind teams uh, down. Yeah, it, I'd say this to anyone who's going in who wants to be competitive: go watch 
Austria semi and the final from mix last from last year, yeah, last yeah. year. Um, because they re- like in the final they really struggle up until midway through the second half when it's kind of out of their hands a little bit score wise. I think they just pushed on, but in that semi final again against England, um, there's some real holes there as well. As good as they are though, there's definitely big chinks in the armor if if people can take. I think with them because they've got such big arms, it, it's don't be scared of that. Yeah, like you saw, and I took it as a okay, fine. We'll either we'll just either get out of the way or we'll catch you. Just throw as hard as you want. Because actually, the dodging in the mixed final mm. was unreal. I think it's, like, I just yeah. remember watching. I it think it's like, basically what won Northern Ireland, won it for Northern Ireland. Was yeah. their surviving was incredible. Yeah, Shannon Hill now. Congratulations yeah. again. Had one set where she she just saw out saw out a set. She saw like out, four of them. Yeah, she, she they they they've turned around a four a four v two to a I think she ended up in a one v one to get like, to take the draw and also wasted like nearly two minutes or something. Mm. You know, it's really impressive. So I think you just have to take on the challenge. Just don't show any fear yeah. and just gotta commit to it. Yeah, I mean, we mentioned around, I think it's, well, Italy getting a favourable draw in mixed as well as men's, but um, mm. Italy Italy against Sweden could be a quarterfinal for... Well, fourth and fifth last year. Sweden mm. came fourth, Italy came fifth. Mm. Oh, <laughs> the classifieds <laughs> from Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so I think that, that I mean, that's always an, that's always yeah. an entertaining game regardless of um, which category it's in. But I think that... Um, yeah, I think... You know how she might do well? I think it's also probably Ireland's... It's an interesting shot for Ireland as well, because yeah. I thought with a more settled squad, they'll be scrapping around with Switzerland I, and yeah. Croatia. And if it all it'll take is a couple of sets to go their way, they could very very easily find themselves in yeah. second. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And I, that I, might yeah. be their way out of the group. I think I think Group A has it, the most connotations. I, I think agree. there's there's Sorry, the most versions of the final standings what, there. What is the word? Permutations. Permutations, that's the one I was going Well, you all knew what I meant there. Oh, yeah. I was like, yes, no. No, Subjugations. Yes. There's a nation in there somewhere. Um, Yeah. So I'll be be really interested to see how that group pans out because you could give me any order, really, and I'd probably... (laughs) probably You'd be like, oh, yeah, sure, sure. Yeah, it is. And it's just such an interesting format anyway mix and especially if you've played a little bit mixed domestically and you're still a bit sort of like oh is this sort of like is it its own game or is it like this weird mashup where like it's just something that we do a bit do watch euros or international level Mm -hmm. mix because it's just so interesting because it is totally its own discipline in the same way that men's is different from women mix is its own thing and to play mixed well i think it's such such a unique selling point of dodgeball that you go in and it's such a perfect example of you do not need six people who can all do the same things. You actually desperately need six people who play three or four different types of role and how well they'll play those roles dictates how well they game. Because the number of times, like it's so easy to think on paper, especially with the, the arms you get at this level, that actually if you get it down to... Um, at this level at this level um <laughs> if you get it down to men versus women that's a foregone conclusion but it's so yeah. not there was was it austria i can't remember was it austria or the ni girls there was one set one where it was literally three women versus three men and the women won it 
and like and just Girl just basically basically I think through absolutely ridiculous running countering and a lot of really good dodging. Mm. What feminism is all about. <laughs> dodging responsibility. Beating men. <laughs> Emmeline, Emmeline Pankhurst is cheering in her grave. <laughs> it's got a bit. It took a turn. Look at you. Yeah, maybe we'll edit that out. That's my history I've done so far. <laughs> well, it'll be it'll be interesting again for for teams like Wales, Scotland, England, who have a lot of are like domestic players from our leagues. Yeah. So how many of their mixed players play mixed? Because the mixed yeah. league here is is very good. It's a very yeah. high level. And all three of those nations have people who yeah. can play if they want to or do play it. Yeah. I think they have as well those that regularly play it. I know it's a different level, but they regularly play it at club training. Yeah. yeah. So they, they, they used to play with the men. They used to play. Yeah. Like, that's, of course, where the Austrians come like... so in clutch mm-hmm. because the Austrian system is smaller. But all the women, yeah. it's like you don't get good in Austria without being able to hold your own against really good men. Mm-hmm. And like while... Obviously, women's training is an excellent opportunity, and we talk about a lot of club level, and we do when we talk about the leagues. Yet, if you once you want to break into this level of stuff, really, the more you test yourself against the men, yeah. the better, the better stead it stands mm-hmm. you in. And the better stead you are stood. Yes. I always quite like in the, uh, standing. I was like, see some of the male players as well, absolutely humbled by some of the women. If I'm honest, it like, is incredible. Seen unless you're one of them. an unga bunga build, run up and just launch something at one of the unga bunga. <laughs> Yeah. No, I, I really enjoy the like, yeah. oh, what about a massive single at a girl? And, and the girl's like, yeah, great. Yeah. 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 Point, point in case, Stefan Leitinger, one of the biggest arms in the whole mm. tournament, single at Lauren Hems. What a mistake to make. I don't need to tell you how it ends. You all know how that ends. moment at um, British Regional League, um, Dan Ryan has basically just run up and suicided at Charlotte Birch. Oh, I remember. Oh, launched yeah. it. And she just takes it straight at the chest and just boom, like it's secured. one of the best. It's one of my favourite catches I've ever seen. Oh, it erupts! <laughs> like he, oh, he just didn't yeah. need to do that. That's no, it. Yeah. Such a, it was such a like fair play to hold on. He really did like hammer that as hard yeah, as he could. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it, yeah it's, it's always it's nice to see. It's, it's yeah. great to see them humbled. If I'm honest, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And that's what I mean. Like you look at Scotland, like the teams who do well at mixed. I think it's normally because their women perform at such a high level. Like, you look at anyone who who gets out of the group, I guarantee all their women have taken dozens of catches as a unit and their dodging is absolutely on point. And And their coordination as well. Their coordination, when it comes time to throw as well, it's absolutely, like, it's fine. That's why Austria are so good at mixed because all their women have throws harder than most nations' men's. Well, yeah, and equally, it doesn't really matter how good you are as a catcher as a bloke. If there are two balls bang on target, yeah, doesn't matter. statistically, you're not catching yeah. both of yeah. them. Yeah, yeah. That's why it's so interesting. Yeah, and it, so. Good, it comes as no shock that teams that tend to do well in mixed are those that their women do well. Yeah. Mm. Well, I'm also forgetting off some but Netherlands have yeah, um, they, um, one... I, feel, I can't remember a name to save my life, but there's one lady who... She she plays on the calling the, side for the just incredible mixed clutching. team and she, her her pre throwing and her just yeah yeah ha- very Looking. handsy catches yeah are unbelievable at both levels yeah. it's it's yeah something mm. to behold oh, it's, it's so annoying when people do that isn't it yeah. <laughs> yeah but when you do it when you do it oh it's the best unreal it's the best uh, mix mix is always it's it's the it's the the low key goated area of any Euros yeah. don't like playing it love watching it. <laughs> Dodgeball. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Making my peace mm. with 
with the situation. Yeah, it will be <laughs> a really good. Not Mika, is it? Is it Mika? Might be. Does it have a number? No. Like a player number shirt two. number, I think. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I think so. Yeah. But no, it will be a really, really interesting matchup. And then as well, I think really positive to see that two of the teams that are bringing... Yeah, two um, debutants. Two debutants in mixed. Mm-hmm. Because, I think when we change tabs in a minute, the women's draw is slightly smaller. Only slightly. But yes. Only slightly. But it is it's a really good way for women in developing Europe, dodgeball nations to get that mm-hmm. taste and take that back mm. and mean that they can keep... Even if the women's side does grow smaller, grow slower... Just because it does. Yeah. Because society. But, um. Society. <laughs> sound like a Matt Berry from What We Do in the Shadows. New York, York City. City. You really are the most devious <laughs> bastard. <laughs> New York City. Oh, no, I've just got, um, what is it? The, um, the. There's a duck thing that he said as well. Have you seen the, uh, history of rowing? No. Oh. <laughs> I have no idea where you're taking that this. It's an incredible tangent. <laughs> no, no, it's Matt Berry's history of rowing. Okay. Rather than just... Like, just a oh, gender yeah, history. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. We, got, hey, we know yeah. she likes her waterways. It's yeah, fine. Have you, yeah, yeah. have you gone to the library and gone to the R section for rowing? <laughs> <laughs> she was looking for rivers and it just happened. <laughs> Matt <laughs> Berry's canals. canals. <laughs> there we go. It's Matt Berry rowing. Um, <laughs> oh, it's Matt... Devious, but... <laughs> New York, York City. <laughs> You don't play this one on the cross. Have you ever seen Garth Marenghi's A Dark Place? Huh? You ever seen it's called A Dark Place by Garth Marenghi? Uh, possibly. It's like an old BBC like comedy. If you haven't ever seen it before, watch it. It's how I was introduced to Matt Berry because I've never seen it before, and it's just it's super. It's like horror. It's like a an author. Yeah. Who's like doing like a reading of his own book basically, and then this show is the book, the story. So it always yeah. starts with him like, welcome, and then goes into it. And yeah. it's, it's superb. But it's, yeah, I highly recommend. Just hey. like I'd recommend watching the women's at Euros. Hey. Do you want to, do you want to hazard a guess on a winner on this? Northern <laughs> Ireland. If yeah. everyone stays fit and healthy. I'm going to be watching a bit controversy. England, I mean, England, it's, it's, it's going to be, it's a tough, like, a England got the obviously Eng- going to yeah. say England. <laughs> you, don't, what, you don't have to. It's Sweden. Do you, Jordan? No, any of the three. I, it's, it's, I, I'll, I, just, I, I'll just cut another nation I, in there. Yeah. It's, it's, Serbia. <laughs> it's going to be an England and I final. I think. Again? Mm-hmm. Uh, wasn't <laughs> I know it wasn't last time to be it, yeah. It was only man's. Yeah, because they can only be in the final, can't they? Hmm. And I, I would back NI to get... Nah. I still think Austria win, but... <laughs> all right, Chewie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Why am I this even is here? Degenerate. This is what? This is degenerated massively. <laughs> We're doing excellent. <laughs> I, th- I, th- I, I, I was originally going to go England, but I think... It's very tough. To, I think Northern Ireland have proven very I, tough to beat. It could, it I think. Could, yeah, it's good England. I, 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 I would be very surprised to not see England in the final if Northern Ireland and Austria in the same half of the group. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. I, I reckon Aust- if Austria get to the final, I reckon they'll beat England. I reckon if Northern Ireland. Yeah, I reckon so. Mm-hmm. Um, so close between the but three. But that's the thing. Yeah. I, mean, I also have no idea who England are going to put out for their next either. 
No, that's the thing. Like, I, I, I feel think like I could probably pick Northern Ireland and Austria's mixed team now. Mm-hmm. I think if you if they're in a semi or a final, I think I know the six. I, I haven't. I could maybe because I, well, I don't know England's full squad, so I could guess. Yeah, but, maybe, but I don't yeah. know. Yes, I would be. Yeah. Also, can't remember. <laughs> so, fine. Old age. What? <laughs> Ah, anyway, Ladies. moving on to the women. Yeah, so Four women's groups. Which one I... more team than last year. <laughs> yeah, at least. Was it 15 yeah, last year? it was 15 year? last year. So, well done to Norway, I think. Being it's the, Norway, yeah, Norway's yes. debutante season. <laughs> I'm now picturing Norwegian debutantes just now walking out. <laughs> <laughs> That's how they get en- announced by the MC, when they <laughs> walk in. The Norwegian debutantes. I reckon they're going to go so, for a, a Viking theme on their the kit. Do you reckon? Scandinavia, isn't it? It's tend- it tends to lean that way, I think. I'm trying to think what else you would have. I mean, apart from just like the colours of the flag. Yeah. Red. They wore. Do they wear black at Worlds? No. Norway. Um, Not just in general. He's asking about general way. Norwegian fashion sense. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah, street fashion. Yeah, I think they were black with, yell- black with yellow trim. What's happening from in the Norway? streets of Oslo? Is that Oslo? Is that- no, that's not Norway. Is yeah, it? Yes, yes, yes. Get, get in. This man has flags. International man of mystery. <laughs> so, yeah, anyway, so, so the cool kids are doing. Uh, so looking at that, so yeah, so these I, groups. Italy in Group D. I, yeah, Italy not getting the Holy Trinity of getting Croatia in every group. Group, yeah. <laughs> yeah. group A: Croatia, Czech Republic, Sweden, Switzerland. Group B: Austria, Netherlands, Scotland, Belgium. Group C: England, Wales, France, Hungary. Group D: Italy, Northern Ireland, Ireland, Norway. Okay. Oh, group C is spicy, isn't it? Group C, yeah. Group C is spicy. I feel, spicy. I feel Consid- France considering... getting good in every group. Yeah. <laughs> I feel for Hungary in that group. I also feel in for general. Hungary just in general, yeah. Because um, Wales lost to France in the knockouts last which year. Which was it? Which was the stressful. <laughs> I remember watching you, Sophia. Yeah. Yeah. Also, I've lost a lot of games. Obviously, England-Wales last year had its moments. Oh, mm. God! Ew, oh. Yeah. And then, like... Literally, talk about from one extreme to the other. To go off that and then to absolutely not choke is choke is unfair, but to just have conform. To the problem is, so when you play a game like they were doing against England, and your adrenaline is at its yeah. highest levels, you without realizing emotionally mm. peak, yeah, yeah. and yeah. you are mentally exhausted without realizing you yeah. are, and you go into a lesser yeah. game, and the level just. It, you yeah, adrenaline the levels just don't fell hit. Off, fell off a cliff. It, it like. happens in in sport loads more than people mm-hmm. realise. Yeah. Um, yeah. So to, to play that and then go on to lose to the Netherlands, it was just like, oh, I'm such a mind yeah. out. But um, they are totally capable of beating France. So it should yeah. be England Wales getting out of Group C. Yeah. And I will put everything. I'll have yeah. everything crossed for them. But France could. France could. And I think to be spring fair, a surprise, yeah. France could spring a surprise on either of them. Mm. I, I think England would, historically, England would maybe deal with it better, but Probably. it's not inconceivable because they're so. I think France will more than, more than hold their own. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah to be fair, um, from what I remember of the, the France ladies last year, they, yeah, yeah, they're pretty. They, they're going to pose a challenge. I'd, yeah. I'd say that I'd say they are probably the strongest team in pot three mm. on balance. Um, the yeah. Swedish, the, I think the Swedish ladies are coming on well. Swedish ladies are coming on well. I think Scotland's like 
again, probably one of the mm-hmm. Scotland Netherlands will be a great. Game. Yeah, the, ne- the Netherlands ladies last that'll year. That'll be were a really good phenomenal game. Phenomenal to watch. To be honest, they were they were really really good. Scotland women have had a fair amount of change as well, but there are some excellent signings for Scotland start um, like debuting this year because what they've they've always been good on. They're tactically strong. They're very good dodgers. They're very good catchers, but they've sometimes been lacking that firepower. Mm. And I think some of the people that are coming into the squad are really going to help bottom mm-hmm. that out. Mm. And I think that will make them... Because they, they, you look on paper and you'd expect them to land more like sort of fifth, sixth for a couple of euros in a row. And so coming eighth, I mean, arguably, Wales shouldn't have been in, shouldn't have been there anyway, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But I think Scotland sh- should be aiming for just below. I think, I think they'll struggle... Well... They could get out of that group completely conceivable. They it's, could beat the Netherlands, yeah. but if they don't, they should be aiming for fifth. It's, it's going. Well, it's they going to get be, out of yeah. the group. They can't win it higher than ninth if they don't come out of the group. Oh yeah, true. They, yes, yeah. that, that which I think is like it's quite an interesting dynamic that I think Wales found itself in in a little while, particularly mixed in that you keep you don't get out of group, so your ranking takes a hit, and then you get a poor. Pool. So you can't yeah, get out it's a bad, bad, yeah. yeah, you get a bad it's a vicious circle you can't for, out. for a team. So then, yeah, we need basically for the men's we needed to upset Sweden who were pot two or get a lucky draw to mm. be able to get out of mm. group. Um, but yeah, I wouldn't be surprised to see like Scotland be Scotland being that. But they have the opportunity to break it. So I think they can certainly yeah. beat them. Up. I mean, the standout game I think is either England Wales. Or Italy Northern Ireland. It's the bronze medal if, match from yeah. last Italy, year. Italy Northern Ireland will be. That'll be to get that in the group stages mm. is great stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Again, not for either of those nations, but Everyone for us, else. fantastic. Anyone like there's loads yeah. of interesting matchups throughout the groups at varying levels, as we've kind of touched on. But England, Wales, and Italy, and I for the out and out, like upper mm. quality, is mm. real standout. Yeah. Be, it, I think you're going to see some. Rogue teams get to a semi final in this one because Group A is a bit of a hodge. That's, that's a very rude way of thinking. But I think Group A is yeah. wide open. Yeah, hundred percent. I think what I was going more at is the fact that England, England, Wales, and Italy, and I being in adjacent groups means that they will meet each other in quarterfinals. So yeah. if England top their group and Italy top theirs, then you get England against Northern Ireland as one quarterfinal, and Italy against Wales being another one. Mm. Um, which. Probably makes quite pretty reading for the Austrian women, I imagine. I think um, Austria Austria have a very nice route from this from this. But um going back going back to the, the Scotland front, um if they get second in that group, then they play the top of group A, which as we say is a bit of a a bit of an open book at so this point. So they really could, could like they Scotland's could here. they could be dreaming of the semi final. Yeah. Which would be quite something for a pot three team. Well that's what you need sometimes. You need the, the look of the draw to go your yeah. way. Then it's then it's down to you. To, to, to go through it, like it, you've seen that. I think there's been a lot of tournaments where teams have got further than you might say they would on paper, because you do get the look of the draw a little bit. I know we certainly got that in Glasgow. I can think of other nations and teams who have had that over the last few years as well. It, it does happen, but again, they still then have to go out and, and win it. But you're right. I know, obviously, you've you've just changed that. But if you've got a quarter final of Czech Netherlands. Knowing that one of those is guaranteed a semi-final spot, yeah. it, I I I like chaos in sport like this. In terms of, I like seeing new teams get there. Yeah. I don't want the same four semi-finalists in the categories every year. Mm. Um, it yeah, it, it's I, I like the evolution of the sport a bit more. So that would be really interesting. And like you said, if England and Northern Ireland somehow 
play each other in a, in a quarter, quarter final. Well, that's interesting mm-hmm. again, isn't it? Because Northern Ireland's women, have, obviously, they're really again, good. Yeah, as it's one, one of those two being knocked out so early. I say so early, but... Yeah, yeah all those not making well, the semis. It, yeah. yeah. interesting. Put it this way, if England top the group, you can't get all three of England, Italy and Northern Ireland into the semi-final. Yeah. It just cannot happen, because that's how maths works. Would England play Austria in the final, do we think, again? Or were they be would, in the semis, potentially? So. I would... I'd, I, I think they're. In the, yeah. I think it'd be finals, assuming England top their group. Mm-hmm. Okay. Or oh, assuming both teams top their groups. Sorry. I think if both teams top their group, I think we'll see them both in the final. I think regardless, we'll see them both in the final. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm really not sure I can see anyone else getting close. Mm-hmm. What happens in that final, though? I have no, no idea. idea. No, yeah. that's yeah. I think. To be fair, if if that's how the final four, I think out of the three finals, that would probably be one of the most exciting. That that'd be the most exciting. It is, watch, it, England yeah. Austria matches and like in the women's now are it's a guaranteed good watch. Hundred yeah. percent. You know, it's like even even last year's final was one of the better ones because am I right in thinking England went up and Austria had to come from behind to win? Some, yeah. I'm gonna go out on a limb and say that was it. Um, mm. So, you know, if you get a similar thing of one team going ahead and then the rest of the game is the other team clawing it back slowly. Again, you know, I say neutral, isn't it? In yeah. inverted commas, it's, it's great to watch. But it's it's interesting. Like, Austria have been on such a roll in the women's format now mm. for years. I think the last time they didn't win a big final, was it the World Cup? Have they won everything since then? In They've cloth? won everything since 20... Yeah, because England since won 2018. 2018. Yeah, they yeah. won the World Cup, women did, in New York. And then 2019 was Newcastle, which... Austria, Austria won. won. Yeah, so they've won everything yeah, since they Austria won, won 22 and they won Worlds. Did, yeah. Yeah. Did, who won in Italy? I'll test everyone. Uh, who won the I final? I had in mind it was no, Austria. it was Austria because, yeah, I... Yeah, because I remember yeah. I was... With like console and Abbey afterwards, me and yeah. so England, England got two out of three, and Austria won the women. Yes, so that means Austria have won it since at least Glasgow, Glasgow, yeah, or Italy. So, so yeah, so you know what I mean. They're on a real roll with the Euros. Yeah. They're on like three or four minimum in a row. So then it becomes that: how do you solve the Austrian problem? Mm. And do you need to change some tactics well, compared to when you play other teams? From personal experience, as in having coached a team that lost them you've got to be really fucking fit because that's one of yes. the problems with the Austrian women is that they are all, they have that, they do have the depth to sustain and having played them in the 20 minute format as well, they yeah. do have the depth mm. to sustain pace because mm. one of the bits that um, when we came off after the final, because we were up in the uh, half in the final, a couple of sets up, um, I think. Yeah, I don't think it was, yeah. From, I think I maybe we, were, maybe we, were, we, were, we went four sets ahead or something. At one point, and then I think maybe we were only two sets ahead at half. Mm, yeah, I think I remember they finished the first half fairly strong, and then yeah, we and just then couldn't stop them. Mo- yeah, and what we what I done essentially by accident was play our most dynamic lineup first in terms of sort of pace round court and dodging style, and then of course had no had had girls to bring on who were all very talented women, but we couldn't. I didn't have the right combinations to sort of keep the pace going, and it wasn't pointed out to me until afterwards, but that's what you've got to do. You've got to go out hard and keep going hard for the full 40 minutes. And I think that is one of the, I think one of the things that we always say is interesting, obviously it's a tactical side. I know mm. we've had conversations, Dave, but I think 
England have a way they always really want to play. And one of the ways that they are occasionally found wanting is that they're not quick enough to commit to changing tactics. They keep, they have a tendency to keep hammering the way they want to play, which makes sense because it works against literally everyone else. But I think with Austria, you've got to find a chink in the armour and just fully commit to that course of action. Mm-hmm. Coaching 101. I think 101 is harsh. I like to think it's at least 102. Like 103. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's going to, it's like, I'm so upset I'm not coming. <laughs> it gets it gets easier when you can just like watch it on the stream sometimes but you can watch it in a much more leisurely i thought i was gonna hate it a bit slash and i would have much rather have been there yeah but it was it was all right yeah you could like you could then have your own thoughts about things yeah in peace like (laughs) do you know know have your own thoughts but you know what i mean like when you're live in the the arena and you then you want to like try and process what you've just Mm. seen you yeah, can't because another match just starts and yeah, then, oh, yeah, now you've got to yeah. warm up this team or how, and you're all over the shop. Then even it's like, oh, everything's going on. It's all group yeah. activities. When you're just at home, you can actually write, go as far as you want. You can make notes. You can then yeah. actually put thoughts together about what you've just witnessed. Yeah. And like, it's a much easier way to digest and analyse what you've yeah. seen. Because <laughs> uh, also, what I realise now, having watched it on stream to courtside, very different. Mm. Yeah. Like, especially it looks, like, it looks so sedate on stream, I think, just dot all in general. Yeah, it can I think it, I think it potentially depends on angles as well. Yes. I think, yeah. Like you don't get the, the true like grasp of how fast some of the balls are travelling a lot of the time. I think that's one of the reasons I prefer back to back than side on. I think side on it's really hard to judge how fast the yes. balls are moving. So I think the the way we shoot league, while clearly there are drawbacks, I think you do get a decent idea I of prefer, how fast it's happening. The one thing that didn't come across on the streams last year was for us British players the extra distance in the neutral zone, mm. you couldn't quite tell that you were that much closer. Yeah. If you know yeah. what I mean? Because of the angle of the camera slides, obviously the depth perception mm. isn't quite with it. But it, it yeah, it, it does look does look better end on, I think, into the side. Yeah. So no, it will be fantastic. And then we're all going to go to Dublin in twenty twenty five. We've got Vienna first. Vienna in 2024. Well, yeah, that's Wilt. We've got France before that. You've got to go to the West European. That's all we actually Yes, uh, a few good questions. Um, oh. First one from can Alice. Stop, can you stop making these, please? <laughs> <laughs> uh, first one from Alice Bonsignori. Uh, big fan, by the way. Essentially, Alice wants to know um, our thoughts on which teams we think will come out better thanks to the longer games and which will struggle and how much of an impact it will have on the game style in all three categories. I wouldn't be at all surprised if Austria haven't been training 20 minutes since Wales. Do you actually know the format of the Austrian league? Because they might have just pushed it to 20 minutes anyway. Because Yuri decided it was going to 20 minutes... A while ago, so yeah. they might have been playing that already. So quite possible. We've, we've touched on it a bit already. The, the the two categories of teams that will do well here, and there'll be combinations, is squad depth. If people who take full squads mm-hmm. and um, just rotation, yeah, I think it's going to be key. There'll be no there'll be no man or woman who can play every minute of that at full yeah. pelt. So mm-hmm. you've got to actually use your squad. So this is a real test for the coaching staff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, probably as much for the players. Mm-hmm. And I think some players are going to have to accept that they're going to feel like they're playing less 
But in reality, the, the minutes they're playing. Minutes, the same they're probably yeah. playing the well, same yeah. minutes. Yeah, I only played half that game, and it's like actually you played twenty minutes plus a ninety-second set or whatever. It's just like what? actually, yeah, exactly. On. That's what I mean. Yeah. You might be playing less of that particular match, but minutes-wise, you're probably getting in more. Yeah. Um. So I think it's people making that adjustment and just realizing that. It's going to be a, yeah. subbing is key here. There's yeah. going to be a lot of play to go around, especially with yeah. five teams and in, in squad groups. depth and fitness. Do you think inherently for the men it's going to slow the game down a little bit? Um, because they, I think after the first couple of games the teams play, they realise they're not going to have to go ham like they normally do. I wouldn't they're be surprised be to see the pace that they normally do when you know, and men are men and they've got to launch. <laughs> they've got to launch balls. Keep each other and got to I, I could see. They could I could see. Kind of thing that quick first halves. If, yeah, if that quick takes, first yeah, if that takes over, which it's going to, but specific teams because that's what she asked for. <laughs> I think in the men, I think Netherlands will benefit from this because mm-hmm. they're all in tremendous shape. In the women's, I think Italy, yeah. possibly France. I probably agree. I think and Spain as well, possibly. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then mixed. I think the same teams. Yeah, mm-hmm. combination. Of I think the combination of what I've just said there. Yeah. But whereas I think, as we've mentioned throughout, a team like Northern Ireland and Austria might suffer because they rely so much on a core group. Yeah. yeah, and I think your point about it I being think. as much of a cha- challenge for the coaching staff is so right because you can, most of us have got to the point where if you think, if you think about it at a league level, if you've been used to playing in the British system, you can just about floor it for half an hour mm-hmm. with a, with a, with a three-minute break in the middle. But yeah, no one can stay mentally sharp enough to floor it for 40 minutes. So, so from what I, think, I, what I think we're going to see is a lot more timeouts. One yeah. time out per half. One time out per half per team, isn't it? It's, so it's, yeah. I think Better going to be only play. Yeah, teams are going to utilise that. It wouldn't yeah. surprise me if teams have the tactic of utilising that to split it into 10 Quarters. minutes. Yeah. yeah. Give it a bit. Give so have a gentleman's a agreement a before the game to say, we'll take our time out halfway through the first half and you take <laughs> yeah. yours halfway through the yeah. second. Um, <laughs> yeah, using, using that to, to split the game up a little bit more, slow any teams out, like, you know, and, and just nice. essentially catch it. their breath. I think it's... Sorry, last bit. It's I think it's a really positive move for the sport because I think if we want to get serious about sort of like being a sport that people watch, you do want it to become more of a. I mean, maybe football's a poor example, but something maybe more like um, netball or NFL, where you've got your six, which is a small playing squad. But if you've taken twelve, you want to see more of those players used mm-hmm. because it makes it more interesting, it makes it more dynamic, and then people get used to being more of a Swiss Army knife approach rather than a strongest six with a few options mm-hmm. and I think hopefully this will be the start of a real move some teams do it already to great effect some teams don't and um, for various reasons but I hope that it will push the sport in more of a direction of you need to get good at using eight to ten people mm-hmm. because that's the way of mm-hmm. having stamina throughout the 40 minutes I think I think it will help develop fringe players a lot more as well I think there'll be many more avenues to be able to utilize people who you, who teams are going to be taking to Euros on the basis that like you're a bit of a re- reserve for this one, but you might but you, get five you, minutes a half. Oh yeah, yeah, potentially. Yeah. yeah, you could get quite comfortably get like ten minutes, ten off. minutes, ten minutes at the end of the game against in each of the games, conceivably if they're like done and dusted before then. Yeah. Um, at that, and I think we're probably even less likely to see any upsets in the groups. I think that. Um, well, you do I think, think talent grinds it out, don't yeah, you? Yeah, exactly. I think that there'll be a lot of teams... And like I mentioned it before when I was saying, oh, we lived with Austria for a half and then they crashed on through. I think that yeah, will... would you live I, them for, for a 20-minute half? Yeah, even time? less so. I think that I think a lot of teams will be looking at the teams who are in the pot above them and basically thinking, we can go toe-to-toe with them and make a game of it. 
but whether they can sustain it for 40 minutes is, is a, a serious ask for those kind of teams. Um, but I think a really positive step for the step for the sport and development, and hopefully you get a lot of people, you get plenty of people feeling like they got their money's worth for their for their flight to Croatia. Yeah. Or drive yeah. if you don't drive. Or train. Yeah, there's there's Maybe many ways. <laughs> you can walk there if yourself yesterday. Yeah. Any other questions? Uh, yeah, no. A good one was uh, which team do we think is going to get caught up the most by blue cards? What were you saying? Oh, which teams get caught out? I was like, just yeah. caught out the most. Out the most. <laughs> and for those of us who forget, what are the big teams for? I, I think no, us, you know. One of the ones is not putting the ball down. Wow. Yeah. Oh. So any uh, any of the British, any British nations. Team. <laughs> <laughs> obviously, England got done quite a lot last year for it. Uh, yeah, I'll go Wales because Sam's now throwing them under the bus. So I'll say Wales, <laughs> and that's coming from a Welsh player, so must be true. Mm. Who was that question from? I can't remember. Phil Williams. <laughs> <laughs> Welsh Dragon 92. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I think either that or potentially either one of that or one of the new completely new nations. I think either one of the new nations or one of what we would call our home nations. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. what I call home nations. But what I call, yeah. Or maybe Ireland. I don't know what rules Ireland play with in the Irish League, but they, they, they may well do what the Austrians do and play more. I still don't understand why we're not doing it. Uh, at, at least. Take it out with the Rules and Regs Committee. Mm. More on that in the future. <laughs> Stop <laughs> Rules and Regs. Yes, we are busy beginning yeah. the current season. Stop so Rules and Regs. We will deal with this eventually. Mm-hmm. Oh, actually, I take your feedback. So I ordered some of the sheriff's stash of the day. You'll like this. Mm. And so I'm talking about like a stock email answer. Yeah. I got a thank, thanks for your order. Here's your confirmation. And then a follow up one saying like, here's a quick update. And here's a link to check the progress of your order. We hope to get this shipped to you before the 1st of August 2070. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, so I. I might be dead by then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Can you remind me? Right? <laughs> there's a good chance I'm not here anymore, so <laughs> I'll just turn up at the funeral. Just being like, we've got a. Uh, Sorry, I'm late. First of all, it's 27. That's such a rude point. I, actually, I know. I think I reckon it's because, like, I reckon it's because, like, first of January 1970 is like day naught in, a, in like, in yeah. the Excel yeah, 98 yeah, yeah. spreadsheet they've got. <laughs> Well, and then you're back on the studio. It's like, because well, now why one of the co- some of the COVID tracking went off the. Uh, oh, yeah, because they only the had an oh, Excel had... 98 workbook, so it's only got 65,000 rows in it. And, it's like, but and it there's more something... than 65,000 people in the country. But it's really stupid, like, because they did it in rows, not columns. There's infinite columns, but only 600, like, whatever it is, 1,000 rows. And that, oh, that broke all the stats for the country. Mm. What do you mean we're not getting any more new cases? Oh. Uh. <laughs> but it's also one of those ones where it's like. <laughs> Great meme I found on Instagram where it's just like, you know, have you seen like the crab holding a fish? Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and it's just like. I told me it's not for a while, but yes, I did. So that's the meme, but it checks the, out. The, <laughs> the fish is the global banking system and the crab is XL98. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God, so true. So who was the blue card question from? You literally went to check. And did, did, yeah, and then didn't. Thank you, anonymous question asker. And we love you, random citizen. I don't know if it's gone. Oh, we gave, and we gave you yeah. the Instagram. I know, yeah. It's actually from it. Jordan. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. My question is, uh, who do we think, or no, what do we think the worst injury is going to be? Oh, oh Jordan, no. We're not doing Could, that. No, it's and that's more, the end of the episode. It's morbid curiosity. We've uh, all got it. No, I'm actually not going to say anything. I was going She's to say an answer, but now I feel like I can't. No, morbid curiosity. <laughs> no. Death. No. <laughs> no, I don't think <laughs> it. I was going to say a broken nose, but all right. Somebody's finger. <laughs> I think a mild dislocation. 
There's, 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 there will be. <laughs> no, you know what it's actually well. going to be, and it, well, as it was last year, COVID. Scarlet yeah, fever. I will be Scarlet Fever. Scarlet. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, if it's one of the things that Australia is known for, what is it? Mosquitoes? So, mosquitoes yeah. and pollen. Malaria. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah it's, it's, like, it's not because yeah. they're caught just walking far. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we, we already know in advance some of these fingers are going to get broken. Yeah, it, it, I don't think Josh there's ever been. Josh Keyes isn't it? I, I, is I Josh McElroy there? He's normally some form of sling. It's going to be a concussion, I think. I think there'll be a concussion, mm-hmm. a broken nose, and some fingers. I think as long oh, as we all don't... the same person. Yeah, <laughs> all on one person. <laughs> same throw. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a signal from Gazelle. I hope. I hope But I've come to realise that it will be broken fingers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I can't think of a euro. As long as that like, poor guy doesn't break his arm again, the yeah. Swedish guy who broke his arm at Worlds. Mm. Um, that was bad. Did you ever hear about the train guy? Yeah. Yes. Oh, oh, you so I was just about to say, no. still not the best sound broken, grounded, still not like, the best broken arm in Dodgeball just comes from Joel Lendon, Trent player. Um, <laughs> that's who that's who it was, oh, Joel. Yeah. yeah. Um, essentially, we're we're training at sports hall as you normally would. Runs up, throws a ball, and all you hear is an almighty snap as he's literally just his arm, hubris just goes. Yeah, it just snaps like <laughs> don't play done, just by throwing. <laughs> it's like it's like like if you snapped a prawn cracker. That's the kind of sound you get. <laughs> if you snapped yeah. a prawn, oh, I've never snapped a prawn. I don't know what that sounds like. You haven't lived, have you? Or or, or a poppadom. Or other, you know, other miscellaneous Asian snacks are available. But yeah, hopefully nothing. But it's, it, I'll go with the stock hands with broken fingers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yes, but we wish everyone a safe and happy Euros. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> are there actually any more questions, or is that is that's it? That, that's, that's, how, that's how I finish. Yeah. Right, love that. I look forward to seeing how many of these questions come true.